I heard that. She said, speak up. Robert Fulgham wrote a book years ago called Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. It is a very entertaining and often profound book. He uh, wrote a sequel. He didn't call it First Grade Was Better. He didn't call it I Learned Some More Things. What he called it was, it was on fire when I lay down on it. I'm not sure what happened to him between the books. But I was inspired to borrow the title after discussing this year's extraordinary VBS with my wife. So here goes with everything I need to know I can learn at TCF. Now I'm a relative newcomer to this congregation. My wife and her parents came in 1983. I didn't come till 30 years later, when I was out of work and in need of some serious community support, and you all gave me exactly that. I will always be grateful. I've learned many things from this community in the 10 years we've attended, so I will share some of them today and relate them to similar lessons learned by God's people in the Bible. First what I have learned from TCF's VBS. I started my VBS career in the kitchen, helping my wife. I hope it was helpful. Whose mother Charlene asked her and probably asked a lot of other people to help out with VBS. That was, I think, about 13 years ago. After a year of that, I was asked to be a crew leader. Apparently, I don't cook very well. Emma Brigard was one of my crew members back when she had long hair and was about nine years old. That was the swamp-themed VBS, if you all remember that. The next year was a nautical theme. I think it was shipwrecked or something. And I was asked to do the game station in what is now the basic room. So I drew an anchor on my bicep with a Sharpie and wore cut-off jeans and a bandana on my head. Arrgh. The next year was the year of the Answers in Genesis curriculum, and the theme was gold mining. I was asked to be on stage with Don and Bill. We had a lot of work to do to alter the script. The next year was Kingdom Rock, and I've been on the stage with Don and Bill ever since. But each year, I find myself learning the same lesson in a slightly different way. That God will make things happen when we cannot. Power outage? No problem. Rain? No problem. Spanish speakers? No problem. Not enough crew leaders? No problem. New people doing things for the first time? No problem. Missing supplies? Discipline issues, health issues, personality issues, experiments that don't work in front of everyone. No problem. 
it's almost anticlimactic sometimes how often God comes through to fulfill his plans when our methods fall short. He does it so often. I shouldn't be surprised anymore, but it still gets to me. I still shake my head and wonder at the way he works things out, at the timing of it all and the amazing results for which we can take no credit. It's God's doing. And it's actually quite similar to how he took care of the children of Israel on the road from Egypt to the Promised Land for 40 years. I wonder if we'll be doing VBS in another 20 years or so. Along that road, God made the impossible become regular and consistent. Water from the rocks, birds for meat on a massive scale, manna on the ground each morning, indestructible shoes and clothing. Any of you ever had sons? That is a miracle. A tabernacle for worship. Rules and laws for society unlike any other, which would produce other similar societies for centuries. Rivers and seas crossed on dry land. Plagues no one could stop, including the death of the firstborn, which is so intentional as to be impossible, except that God did it. All those years, all those miracles. It's kind of like this church, isn't it? You come to VBS and you start to understand what this might have been like. It's amazing. The lesson I learned from VBS here is that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Next lesson, what I have learned about giving to the church. Before we married, Amy and I determined that we were going to tithe on all of our income. And we have, even when we weren't sure about all the bills or the insurance or the vacation, but God has always provided enough for what we needed. To be thorough, I must tell you that God has provided many times through the generosity of others in this church and other places. Leftovers from a potluck, an unexpected sale at a store, garage sailing, even a friend who was told by God to bring us dinner weekly for several months one summer. Manna, anyone? We are thankful for all those to whom we owe such generous gifts. At times, we've also been enabled by God's grace to give such gifts to others. In life, it's not usually all one way or the other. And both seasons of giving and seasons of receiving have lessons and blessings. And we have been supported and strengthened in our giving by this congregation. 
TCF doesn't guilt trip its members for money. It's not like listening to an ad on TV, is it? Give right now and get the next, whatever it is, absolutely free. If you think about what TCF says about giving, you'll probably come up with prayer first. You'll probably come up with missions and tithing next. And before you get very far down the list, you'll come up with many other ways to give that go beyond money. I've learned that tithing is the place to start, but not the place to end when discussing the way a Christian should give to the local church. Tithing began with Abraham and Jacob, and it was continued under Mosaic law. Prophets reminded the Israelites about it. Jesus reminded the Israelites about it in the New Testament. And Paul participated in several examples of Christians giving to help other Christians. I am here to tell you that God can and will do more with your 90% than you could ever do with the whole 100. Can I get an amen? Did you hear how many people said something just then? We have a testimony. This is the one place, Malachi chapter 3, verses 10, 11, and 12, where God commands us to test him and see if he will be less than extravagant in his generosity as we are faithful to give what he commands. Let it never be said that our God is stingy. He gives so much in so many ways beyond what we need and want. And as we track his faithfulness, our faith will grow stronger. Now, not every church I've attended has always used my money the way I would. Not every paycheck is enough and to spare. Not every season feels bountiful. But God has always taken care of me and my family. We are happy to give back to him what he requires and to this church to do what it does so well, share Jesus with others. The lesson that I take from this is that tithes and offerings are good for us, for our church, and for our testimony, for it is obedience which glorifies God. The third place I've learned from TCF is from TCF's story. And it took me a while to learn a lot of it because I was new. <clears throat> Some of you have been here a long time. And you remember the beginning of TCF. I know now that TCF has had to make changes in several ways over the years from methods of ministry to decorations and building use to membership and policies. But I also know that TCF has remained faithful to its several callings, to support missions long and short term, to evangelize and spread the good news to this part of Tulsa, to fellowship and discipleship within its congregation, and to hold fast to the word of God in a world that's changing faster than it ever has before, seemingly. I've learned that Chuck Farah and Bill Sanders are still present in the memories of many, as well as their stories, lessons, and habits. 
Some of you still keep up with their children and, and grandchildren. I've learned that many of you have taken a turn leading as elders, house church leaders, missionaries, on the worship team, teachers in Sunday school, leaders of basic, fast track, and Bible bowls. And so many of you work behind the scenes. I must conclude that any TCF event has at least a dozen people to thank for its success. I've learned that there is much to learn from each of you, that each of you has a story worth hearing. I've heard testimonies from some of you, backstories from some of you, ongoing miraculous stories from still others. I found myself becoming a part of some of your stories, as, as many of you have become a part of mine. I have seen faithful marriages and remarriages shine brighter with time and grace. Young people, you should be taking notes. I've learned that the most admirable parents are sometimes burdened with wayward children. And that the most admirable children are sometimes burdened with difficult parents. Not naming any names. I have seen young people struggle with hard life lessons. And I've seen well-seasoned, devoted veterans of life struggle with hard lessons. I've heard testimonies of God's miraculous power to rescue, heal, and bring deliverance, as well as stories of grief and pain when God did not intervene as asked or hoped. I find a lot of similarities in the story of King David, how he came from humble beginnings with difficult family, served God as a warrior, a king, a poet, and an example for his country. He was a stickler for the truth, not giving in to many attempts to compromise his integrity or take God's authority into his own hands. He prayed often, gave thanks often, and was mindful of the work of others on his behalf. He was a faithful friend who created a community of faithful God followers and a legacy we remember even today. You can read his story in First and Second Samuel. He also prayed earnestly for the life of one of his children, and the child died anyway. He had to deal with a contemptuous wife, a rebellious son, a greedy son, a bloodthirsty nephew, and personal attacks from his own people. He didn't always get things right, but he did always come back to seek his God in every situation. As one of the songs said today, the lesson I take from this is that we overcome by the blood and the word of our testimony. Fourth, the fourth place that I learned from at TCF is from teaching Sunday School and Bible Bowl. Who here has taught Sunday School and Bible Bowl? Show of hands. Yeah, a lot of you. 
kids are made on purpose. Sometimes we think they make us crazy on purpose, but God made them the way they are, to be energetic, curious, determined, resilient, humble, able to make friends effortlessly, able to forgive offenses easily, and shameless in their requests. No, you may not have a fourth graham cracker. May God make us more like them in those ways. I've also learned that when I address children, I have to change the way I speak a little bit. I have to change my expectations, too. Figures of speech and metaphors can be confusing to the young. And any chance I give them to speak will include them downloading whatever has most recently happened to them, relevant or not. I have learned that physical activity, snacks, and making things are all important to kids. And I've grown to enjoy them. I've learned to trust my fellow teachers. They prepare well, very thoroughly, and have much purpose in their order and methods. I've learned, too, that children can remember an emotional connection better than repeated words. I've learned that their parents have a much greater influence on them than I ever could. That is as it should be. It is for me to reinforce the godly lessons from home, to shine the light of truth again on the same lesson that their parents have taught them many times and maybe they just haven't quite learned. Because I am much the same. How many times has God had to teach me the same lesson? And I'm grateful for his kindness in doing so. It's good for me to remember when I'm teaching children. For the children will need all of us teaching, preaching, and living the truth in love so that each of them may learn to live the truth in love. I've learned that the children of TCFers can face their challenges knowing the word, the truth, and the home that they have here. And that is as it should be. The lesson, train up your child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. I've also learned some things from being an elder. I've learned that just as we have to make an effort to hear from God, we also have to make an effort to hear from each other. Just because one of us or several of us feels strongly about an issue doesn't mean that's the way we go. And I'm thankful that no matter how serious or tragic the topic of conversation in our weekly elders' meetings, someone will find a way to make a joke and give us the laugh that we all need. Some of us are goofballs, but you probably knew that already, didn't you? I've learned that elders suffer the same temptations and weaknesses that we all have. 
that we need each other's help to avoid traps of the enemy, to stay strong, and to sort through puzzling decisions. <coughs> I've learned that we need the rest of the congregation doing the things they do well in order for the church to operate effectively. Elders can't do everything. We're not even good at doing everything. Sometimes we're not even very good at the things we're supposed to do. We need all the... Am I still on? Test? Test? Can you hear me? No? Green light is on. Man voice? Okay. <laughs> is this one on? Test? Check, check. No? Power outage? No problem. <laughs> Are we on? The other one? The other one's on? Well, while our ingenious sound booth technicians figure this one out, Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure and speak up. Thanks. <laughs> Find my spot again. Oh, I was going to say we need all the support that you all give us so generously, and we're very grateful. Thank you for all the amens. Thank you for all the laughs. I am so on. Wow. Okay. See, I told you they'd figure it out. Thank you for all the amens, for the jokes before the sermons, the laughs during the sermons, and all the very kind words after the sermons. It's much appreciated. <clears throat> I hope I deserve some of it. I've learned, too, that there are days where I don't like having to be an elder and deal with things only elders deal with. There are burdens I don't enjoy having to bear, information I don't have the liberty to share, and conflicts that I don't get to avoid. But in all these things, God is just as faithful to help me and bear me up as he is to provide for our needs and send mercies new every morning. I have reasons to be thankful, even when the job is occasionally hard and unpleasant, just as I have reasons to be thankful when all seems right with the world. Each of Paul's letters addresses a congregation with issues. Like every congregation has issues. And in Revelation chapters 3 and 4, messages are given to different congregations with different strengths and challenges. As elders, we face challenges, and our congregation has strengths. But neither our strengths nor our challenges are new. Churches have dealt with these things before. God has helped churches deal with these things before. God has helped elders before. So he knows how to help us. The lesson I take from what I've learned from being an elder is that God uses everything in our lives to teach us, to help us, and most of all, to transform us as we walk with him. It's all got a purpose, and his purposes are always good. So I have to conclude 
after looking at all these lessons and these biblical parallels, that God is still who He has always been. He hasn't changed, not in several thousand years of history, not in the face of all the ways our world has changed since our childhoods. He still loves His people. He still guides and provides. He still puts us in the position to keep learning what we need to learn, no matter how many times it takes. He is still relentless. He is still determined to transform us so that we may be used to help him transform others. He still intends for us to fulfill the commission he gave the twelve. He still intends for us to depend on his spirit and walk by faith as we go. He still intends for us to walk together, no matter how different we seem to each other. His plans and purposes for us have not changed. His love for us has not grown weary or indifferent. His loathing of sin has not abated, and his fierce vengeance does not sit idly by as evil acts. His spirit still works in his people. He still heals and forgives. He still does miracles and opens impossible ways through the deepest seas. We, all of us together, and each of us individually, are a record of his work and his unchanging character. Each of us, and all of us, bear witness to his presence and his truth. We are who we are by his grace and goodness alone, not by any power that we possess. And to whom else shall we go? Only he has the words of eternal life. He is the only way, the only truth, the only life to be found in this world, and our very lives testify to that. I have learned that this is a good place to learn. I look forward to learning more with you, growing with you, and to finishing the race and meeting you all and each of you again in the kingdom to come. I have learned what to hope for. Let us help others to learn what we have learned here. And even if our life seems like it's on fire when we lay down on it, we have been given everything necessary for life and godliness. Everything we need to know here at TCF.